Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayno on the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wayno is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric diamond contractor. Join us in just a moment here on 101 ESPN. The Cardinal right-hander, number 50, Uncle Charlie, the founder of Big League Impact, and one of the great guys that we know, Adam Wainwright, joins us now on the Celebrity Line with Brooke Grimsley and Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker. Good morning, Wayno. How you doing? Morning, guys. How are y'all? Doing well. And uh, sorry, we, sorry we got you up. We got to change the time of the show, don't we? Yeah, I mean, I think if it was a mid-morning you know, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock show. I think everyone would appreciate that. <laughs> I, I think so. Hey, I, I want to start with this, uh, because since you returned to the clubhouse, the, the team has gone out of roll. What have you observed? Why do you think this has happened? Well, clearly it's all because of me. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, no, I, I don't think so. Um, I, you look, I think, you know, when you're a good team and you go through a funk, it's only a matter of time. And that's, that's what it was, you know. I mean, we were in a major funk, a big time funk. That, that uh, you know, sometimes when that ball gets rolling downhill, um, it's hard to stop it quickly. You know, it's just it is. And uh, every month we've talked about this. Every month or every every season, there's a month kind of similar to that where you're just like, what the heck is going on, man? Why are we finding ways to lose these games? And um, you know, the tide turned and we started finding ways to win games. And, and it was just a matter of time, Randy. When you're a good team, uh, you play good baseball eventually. You know, you might go through a little stretch where you don't. But um, I think you've seen our pitchers pitch a lot better. You've seen our hitters come up with those clutch hits and play better defense and and uh, just play better team baseball. And that's a big part of Cardinal the Cardinal way, man. We, that's what, you know, that's what we do. We find ways to win games. And, and uh, now we're back doing that again. Adam, speaking of things clicking, Monday felt like it was a huge game for Jack Flaherty, Wilson Contreras, and the club, too. And Jack was dominant with Wilson behind the plate. Flaherty with his first double-digit strikeout game since September 20th, 2020. The first time he's gone seven innings or more since May 7th, 2021. What did you see and notice about his ace-like performance? Yeah, he looked like Jack. You know, he, he had the... In the first inning, he, he kind of went out there and, and uh, I think he walked two guys and he had ducks on the pond and, and uh, looked kind of what he's, you know, he's had a few games like that where you're like, well, I wonder where, you know, Jack's command has gone to. Um, but his, his, his competitive nature will not allow him to be mediocre. It just won't, you know, and, and uh, given the amount of the, enough times to go out there and pitch, he's going to be a star and, and he showed the other day that he still 
is the Jack Flaherty that he was in 21 and 19 when we saw those flashes of un, like just brilliance, unbelievable, like one of the best in the game. So the other day, he pitched the best, in, in, and he's had results like that maybe in, you know, I think he had a couple of games like that in 21 early on, especially when he was like 9-2 and two at the break. When he when he hurt his uh, when he hurt his oblique, but he's he's had some flashes of that. But that was the the best total game I've seen of him since that twenty one beginning of the season and since nineteen. I mean, he looked he looked like himself out there at at its finest. And when he's pitching like that, uh, we can be very very good. Adam, earlier we were talking about the mental aspect of sports. So I want to ask you about mentally a time where you were just so dialed in, you felt like nothing could could go wrong, or conversely, a time where you just felt like nothing could go right. And you know you're a professional athlete. You've done it hundreds of times. But in your mind, you just couldn't figure it out or, or you couldn't get it going the way you needed it to. Yeah, I think there's been several times, you know, you pitch as long as I do. Um, there's been a couple of games at Cincinnati at, at Great American Ballpark which I might change that name. Um, <laughs> um, there's been a couple of times where, you know, you're out there, you're making quality pitches, but, you know, just it's for whatever reason, hits just keep dropping in. And, like, one time I give up six infield hits there. And I'm like, like, seriously, what are the odds? Of, like, what are the odds of that? You know, like, just a disaster. But then, you know, there's been times where um, you go on these stretches and – uh you know what's going to happen before it happens. You know, I've, I can remember vividly um, pitching games where I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw this ball inside. He's going to pull it foul. And then uh, that'll open up down the way. And, and the best he's going to do is hit a topper back to me, you know, slightly to the right of me right now. And then you throw a ball inside, he pulls it foul, and then you throw a little curveball down the way, and he taps the one back to the, just to your right. And you're like, after it happens, you go, man, that was pretty cool, actually. That. <laughs> I called that. I called that completely. But there's been, you know, there's – you pitch as long as I do, and there's been times where we we're good and bad. But so here's the thing, though. When I was in the minor leagues, I had this thought when I got on a good stretch like that, I'd think, you know what, I'm hot right now. i got to make sure I pitch well while I'm, I'm hot, you know. And and I at, somewhere along the line, right, right at the beginning of my big league career, I decided, you know what, that's just not a very good way of thinking. I'm not hot. I'm just good, you know. When you, when you say you're hot, you're admitting that you're going to cool off and you're not going to be so great anymore at some point. Mm-hmm. When you just say, you know what, this is who I am, man. I'm a good pitcher. I can go out here and be a, a, a great pitcher. And this is not out of the norm for me. When you make that, that greatness the norm, then you have a greater chance of being great more often. Adam, can, we had the issue, obviously, with Wilson Contreras. They were talking about DH catching. Uh, but he seemed to just continue to go about his day-to-day work. No, no complaints from him. We didn't hear anything from him. Can you talk about his professionalism and what you've learned from him over this period of the last couple of weeks? Yeah, we love Wilson. I, and, and listen, I know the I know I know the news market, right? Like you, you got you guys got to do your job. There's, it was a story. Um, it was interesting when when you know we have great, great, incredible like internal talks and and see the work going on. And then you know we're sitting in the batting cage the other day. Wilson's catching a bullpen, really working. And uh, we're in Chicago, and and um, and I think it was Tony Kornheiser or somebody was was talking about, you know, it was all on all the, all the stations, but the you know ESPN was on in there and we were listening to them like, yeah, they're a disaster. They're, they're, you know, that this is, they're, they're, they've gone crazy and this and that. And we're like, we're just kind of snuck chuckling to ourselves. Like, you know, just, it's not possible for everyone to know what's actually going on inside the clubhouse unless you're in there. So sometimes you have to, to, to quiet that, 
news source that's coming in that doesn't have all the information that's given opinions because that's their job and that's what they're supposed to do. But uh, as far as from Wilson's perspective, um, he's been nothing but a great teammate. We love we love Wilson. He's he's continued to hit and gosh, he hits the ball hard. He hits the ball so hard, man. He's hitting the ball one ten routinely. Um, so he's done a great job. We and he looked great the other night with Jack too. Hey Adam, how much are you looking forward to the trip to London? Well, for several reasons, I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm I'm uh, I've never been across the pond, so I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm looking forward to, to getting over there to the to the mother country a little bit. That's where all my ancestry is from. Like on my 23andMe, it's like 88 um, percent British Irish. So all my my kinfolk are over there, man. You know, like that's where where my kinfolk are from. So um, uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping I get a couple of people come up and go, "Hey, why not? We're, we're cousins or something." You know, like I don't know how that's gonna work, but. But uh, I'm looking forward to, to getting over there, and and I want to go check Wimbledon out and some other you know great places over there. I got to check out all the all the big sites, obviously. But um, I, I love in- English people; seem just so sweet to me. Everybody I've ever met from there is just great people, and I know they're excited about us coming over there and seeing a great rivalry with us and the Cubs. And and uh, as a team, we're looking forward to going over. It'll be you know that's tough travel though, Randy. That's that ain't easy. You know that's uh, some of these. Um, um, football players of the Jaguars go over there every, every year and play, and and I think they've got two games there this next year. But uh, it, it's something that that I like. You know what? And if I start over there, I got to be the only pitcher that's pitched in four countries as a big league pitcher for Major League Baseball. Oh, no doubt. So what what do we have so far? You did you do Mexico? I did Mexico, U.S. and Canada so far, and right. and uh, you know there's just not many sanctioned games played in other countries. So um, I think I think was it Xander Bogarts hit a home run over there or something, and he became the first one to hit a home run in four countries, maybe or something like mm. that. Mm. Yeah. So okay, you, you mentioned Wimbledon. What about, and you probably won't have time, but do you have any interest at all in like playing St Andrews, so the golf courses that you see on TV in the British Open? Do you have any interest at all in those? Because I, I I don't like the I I would lose like five dozen balls. Are you kidding me? Do I want to play <laughs> the oldest, most legendary golf course ever? Yeah, I want to play. Are you kidding me? What a question. <laughs> well, Wayne, I wanted to ask you real quick. It looks like you guys have a new celebration that's been debuted with the elbows, right? I, I feel like I've noticed that. And also, what's going on with the hamburger phone? You'd have to ask uh, Goldie and some of the position players exclusively where that came from. But as I, as I, as I think I heard it, uh, when, when Goldie was in the minor, uh, no, Goldie was just getting to the big leagues. Kirk Gibson was, was their skipper and, and Gibson was telling him, you know, how, when you, when you truck catchers, you know, this is how you do it. You know, you lead with your forearm, your elbow, and you just elbow them right in the throat or something like that. And so, well done. Um, yes, I think it's something having to do with that. You know, it's just a team mindset of really like, come on, guys, let's let's you know take it to them. Basically, the hamburger phone though. Um, <laughs> sorry, you know, you know, you never stop being a dad. Um, uh, the hamburger phone was Miles Michaelis's idea, and uh, you know, we're we're always. We always on the call, right? Somebody's always on the call, calling someone like, you know, Goldie comes up, I'm on the call. You know what? I'm calling it. You're calling a home run. <laughs> You're calling a home run. And so, you know, we look up there and we see the Big Mac sign and we're like, yeah, we should get, and Miles says, we should get a hamburger phone to to represent 
our calls, but also in honor of Big Macland. You know, this is this is uh, part of Bush Stadium, and and uh, so we need a we need an actual phone to make these calls to make it more official, and then. Let's make it a hamburger. And I'm like, dude, do they even sell hamburger phones? <laughs> of course. And sure enough, uh, Alec Burleson brought in the hamburger phone the next day, man. It was hilarious. Now, Wayno, I got to get. Now, you- when you make a call, you got to get the phone. You got to get the hamburger phone out. <laughs> you got to you got to pick it up and you got to dial the guy's number. And then you know, there you go. So last night I called Nolan's home run. <laughs> but I but I, the, in the first of its kind, I called. I said, look. Don't give me high fives after the first home run because Nolan's going to lead off, hit a home run, then Paul DeYoung's going to come behind him and hit back-to-back home runs to start the inning. You watch. You watch. And Nolan, I've got the phone open. Nolan goes deep, and I go, and everybody's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, don't high-five me yet. Don't high-five me yet. The pitcher didn't throw him anything close, and they walked Paul DeYoung, so then I took my high-fives. <laughs> Wayne, i got to give you one tip, one pro tip. You don't want to leave with the elbow. It's more of a shoulder, just so, you know, when you're running a guy over at, at home plate or, or a guy in general, same leg, same shoulder, you put that under their chin, and they uh, they, they just don't want to continue. Just, just well, that's that very along. true if you got shoulder pads on. <laughs> hey, if listen, you don't need shoulder yeah. pads on for that. Adam, I, I need you to do this for the guys in the clubhouse, the Cardinal Hall of Famer Ray Langford. Just do a YouTube search for Ray Langford, Darren Dalton, and it might have been the best oh, yeah, trucking of a catcher ever. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, you know, I tend to think um, – Oh, what was our old hitting coaches? Hal McRae when he when he took out the second the shortstop at second base. Hmm. That would be I would love to see that again. But you know you can't play. We can't play like that anymore. We'll get ejected in five seconds. <laughs> remember his launch at second base. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> amazing. It was great. Hey, hey some, some of those old Cardinals had great. Well, Lonnie Smith had a couple of great trucks too. Yeah, that that era, man. Jack Clark got Mike Sosha in L.A. Uh, t- quick story, Jack Buck told me that they took Sosha back into the Dodgers locker room, and he came to, and they said, where are you? And they're at Dodger Stadium. He says, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Yeah, I, I can't imagine taking some of those hits, but to your point earlier, Imagine an NFL player like Ray, Lang- Ray Langford coming in there and stinking steamrolling you. No thanks, man. I'll pass on that. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. Hey, when you guys go to London, we're going to have a watch party. I know that uh, we, we've got the Swing for Impact coming up in just a few weeks, but we're going to have a great watch party at Patios benefiting Big League Impact right when you guys are playing the Cubs in London. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I think that the um, the watch party at Patios, yeah, that got – didn't that get – I was thinking that got switched with the uh, with the trivia night, but um, very similar setup. Whatever. So yeah, yeah the, we're we're hosting a, a Cardinals uh, watch party at patios down by the stadium. I'm not going to be hosting it, but our big league impact charity is going to be hosting it, and we're all going to be there. And I, I'll try to send a shout out to the people at patios. How about that? Uh, when we're over there in London. Oh, that'd be perfect. All right, love it. Uh, Adam, always great to hear your voice. Thanks for taking the time with us. By the way, Matthew Libertor, you were supposed to go tonight. Matthew Libertor goes tonight. It'll be fun to watch him pitch. He's been pitching great. And when I went down to uh, AAA for my last rehab start, he started the night before, I think, or maybe the two nights before. I can't remember which. They said he was sitting 96 to 99 with a nasty changeup and a nasty curveball and all kinds of gross stuff like that, man. So. And, uh, you know, his, his mindset, you know, it's, it's funny when you see pitchers who come up at an early age, sometimes they're ready right away. 
they just are ready. That's the right time. Um, and then, and then you got other people, which is most people when they come up, they're almost there and they just need a little bit more tweaking, whether it's physically or mentally or pitch repertoire or whatever. Michael walk was that way. I was that way. And, uh, I think I've seen a, such a difference in Libertor from spring training on actually a different guy came into spring this year, more, more ready, more mentally ready, more physically ready. Stuff was unbelievable is unbelievable. Um, but you know, it's a thing when it's, it's a thing and Carrie, you can speak to this when mentally, you know, you're ready. Mm-hmm. That can do amazing, wonderful things for your physical your physical being, knowing that mentally, dude, I'm, I'm here. This is where I'm supposed to be. I'm ready for this. When you, when you hundred percent believe that you can do crazy things mentally. Indeed. Adam, it should be fun. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Have a great day. Yeah, no problem. And that, that, that watch party, just, just in closing, um, tickets are included, uh, with tickets include food, drinks, parking. There's going to be trivia, raffles, games, silent option, all kinds of stuff. So, Go to uh, bigleagueimpact.org slash Cardinals London Watch Party, uh, if you can remember all that, and go to there and sign up. <laughs> all right. Sounds great. And uh, we will be there. Looking forward to it. Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN.